Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. <laughs> Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. And apparently the only transition I know how to do is to tell you what the temperature of this week is going to be. And this week, we love it so much. We love it. This is like my favorite week. <laughs> like kind of in a surprising way. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's so wholesome. <laughs> Kirsty loves wholesome content. I love wholesome things. Unless it's Ted Lasso. <laughs> then it's too wholesome. It's too wholesome. They wanted me to know up front it was wholesome, and that was maybe the thing that did it. Mm. Kirstie's going to give Ted Lasso another try. I'm going to give it another try. Someday. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. I've spent a lot of time defending Ted Lasso. Not defending, but defending Ted Lasso in the last couple weeks. And it's really challenging the notion that it didn't stick with me, because apparently it did. I think it did a little bit. I just (laughs) think I... (laughs) fundamentally broken inside like so many of us like so many of us um (laughs) sent me a meme today that was like pan something like pandemic fine when we're all healthy and still able to work but tired and depressed all the time and i was like (laughs) this is what passes for memes now (laughs) yep that's (laughs) it it's great so speaking of core 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 i have like News. We have some news. Okay. Okay. It's not news for you, but you know. Um. Oh my god, I forgot one of the newses is. One of them is like possibly there being a Harry Potter HBO Max mm, series. Mm-hmm. That was like oh, a full on panic. Mm-hmm. We had like a existential crisis over that. Yep. And the other piece of news is that Princess Switch. Yes. Has been announced. Yes. (laughs) That is happening. We will be graced with minimum three Vanessas once again. I have to say I'm really disappointed in um, what they disclosed in the press release as being the plot. I think they're really missing an opportunity by not going with my original pitch. (laughs) My original pitch guaranteed four to six Vanessas. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I really wanted them to do, like, the baby switch, so I'm upset that that's not happening. (laughs) But the good news is that somebody somebody is going to have to switch with Vanessa, Vanessa, with Fiona. Yes. So we'll be at least three switches deep, which is fine. (laughs) I can't wait to hear Vanessa's Margaret Thatcher do a Fiona impression because that is that's gonna be it. That's gonna be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like Margaret Thatcher trying to be a party girl. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher does Paris Hilton. There's some promise. I'm very excited. I am too. Um, my actual core core of sure. what I've been doing. <laughs> Is we discovered that Great Pottery Throwdown has a new season in the UK, which means we've been, like, awkwardly streaming it. And two big pieces of news there. 
The first one is that good friend Rich, who is the kiln guy, who's yes. like been the unsung hero of this show for seasons, and I keep saying, like, I want him to talk, I want him to be a like a personality on this show. They promoted him, and Yay! now he's a judge, and I'm so happy. <laughs> he's just so good at it, and he loves pottery. <laughs> but Aww. in a different way. Like he doesn't cry. <laughs> I feel like the passion for pottery is matched between him and Keith, which is Aww. important, and that's been lacking. So I need to get back into that show. I loved that show. I love. We have so it. much show homework that it's hard sometimes to get back to the other shows, but I love that show. Mm-hmm. And I was like particularly delighted with this season because I turned it on. I, I didn't know they made these changes. I didn't even know it was a thing until I saw it. Um, the new host. <laughs> is, oh god, Siobhan something. I don't know her last name. Sorry. She's the nun on Dairy Girls. <laughs> Which is the best. And I am so excited. Oh, she's the best. I'm just so thrilled. So anyway. You yeah. threw me for a real loop because Kelsey just like popped into the slack and was like, something, something, the new host on Pottery Throwdown. And I was like, I was like um, crying. Excuse me. Reaction. <laughs> Excuse me. But I thought that Keith was gone and I was scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. I need it's my Keith's large, show. angry British guy who cries over pottery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He cries yeah. so much. He cries a lot. And I just think it's beautiful. <laughs> Danny calls it when he, like, gets emotional when they just, like, describe what they're gonna make. He calls that the pre-cry. <laughs> cry. <laughs> oh, it's so pure. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so. my core core is, you already know about it, but it's equally as wholesome. And it is that I bought a bunch of eucalyptus from Trader Joe's <laughs> and hung it in my shower. And now yes. I need to get another bunch of eucalyptus to put it in my basement bathroom. Mm. And it's Not only does it smell good when you're showering, but I walked into my house today and my house smelled like plants. Like, my whole upstairs smelled like plants. Like I should invest in this? Like, I, yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. This is part of campaign to make Kirstie love her downstairs bathroom again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe um, for the first time. (laughs) <laughs> for the first time. This is not an again. Um, so my kid's been taking showers instead of baths recently. But tonight she took a bath for the first time in a like while because she got a new ferry boat. So that was like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently got the same shower head for the basement bathroom that we have in the shower. Mm. So there's actually like the detachable head so I can like wash her hair, which is a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and tonight was the first time that we've used it since I installed the new shower head. Mm. And that was very exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah. Making progress. Um, so, yeah, I think getting a bunch of eucalyptus down there would, like, really improve the situation. And what's really funny about it is Lauren was into it. Really? I Yeah, that face you just made? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, good for him. Good for him. Good for everyone. <laughs> I was going to say us. I'm not involved in this marriage. You are, though. <laughs> Who are you kidding? 
Yeah, yeah, I was telling him that I keep getting ads for this, like, eucalyptus subscription that's, Mm -hmm. like, $12 a month, and it's insane. And um, he was like, well, that versus $3 a month, because they last, like, three weeks to two months, depending on what blog you read Mm -hmm. in terms of the smell. But he was like, well, $3 a month versus $12 a month. And I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, endorsing this. (laughs) So (laughs) now I'm the kind of person who has eucalyptus in their bathroom. Mm -hmm. And it's lovely. Good. Yeah. Um, You know who else probably has eucalyptus in their bathroom? Yes, 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 yes. 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 There are so many fucking essential oils in this place. Mm -hmm. Let's go there. Take me there. All right, we should probably tell you that we're talking about Escape to the Chateau. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, This, like, low-key snuck its way onto Peacock in the early days of Peacock, probably, because it's not that old. Um, And then a couple of months later, it got picked up by HGTV in, like, a pandemic syndication sweep of some sort so i think people know about it i based on my google search right before we started recording this is why i was so distracted when we were trying to get the timer Mm -hmm. um it's popping off right now i know it's a big draw on whatever channel it is in the uk like it's one of their top shows yeah so it's like the fixer upper of (laughs) the uk (laughs) <laughs> but better a, obviously like it's not there's not, not really a better like couples equivalent is there no not in like the home renovation space no sorry i was no. going through my mental catalog of what i can remember christina of. and twerk christina and twerk <laughs> um no. no yeah um Where do you want to start? I feel like this is a treasure trove as rich as Angel's Crockery Collection. It is. And I think we could explore all, like, 75 rooms of the chateau. But (laughs) before we do that, premise-wise, this show is about this couple... And they're two children, and they buy a rundown chateau in France because it's cheap, and they want to achieve a certain aesthetic in their life, and they slowly start to renovate the chateau both for their own personal use and to make a, like, venue business out of it, and also, like, do whatever the fuck they can to, like, make money out of it. Yes. Kelsey summed it up nicely um, when she said the other day that it's got big Brojacks energy. Yeah. For those of you who were with us during Brojacks. And if you weren't with us during Brojacks, (laughs) go through the backlog and listen to the Brojacks episode and then weep because Brojacks doesn't exist anywhere anymore. Yeah, like the only way you can access Brojacks is our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Our podcast is the last living vestige of Brojax. <laughs> oh, we're so sad every day. But Brojax this- had this great energy of like just doing. They, they 
every episode was a task yes. that they had to complete. And some of them had a function and some of them were like, I don't know, I thought that would be cool. And that's really the vibe here. It was, yeah, it was two guys with a family camp in the woods of Canada. And it was literally like every episode was like, well, we have to film something. Yeah. So what can we make? <laughs> and especially in the later seasons, that yes. is what it, yeah. it feels like Dick and Angel are just out there like, well, we ran out of rooms to install electricity in, so now what? Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for a one-kilometer trail with robot elephants that you can control. That no one was excited about. <laughs> I definitely think with regards to that part of the vibe, at some point we need to talk about the narration. <laughs> Do you want to just, like, go there? Let's just go there. So there's this narrator who's this, like, very cheeky British woman mm -hmm. who clearly has lots of thoughts and feelings about the words she's being asked to read. <laughs> but they're trying really hard to capture, like, the sense of urgency of most reality TV where you're like, this thing has stakes. Yeah. But it'll be like, Dick and Angel's plans to... Build a bathroom for their wedding guests will have to wait, because in the walled garden, Arthur is going to eat a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we're in month 10, 11 of this pandemic. Like, if what you need is something that low stakes, like, it is that low stakes. <laughs> It's amazing. But the thing is, they have her popping in, like, every one to two minutes of screen time. Uh -huh. So, like, Dick will be, like, I don't know, plumbing the gas line. And he'll do, like, one thing. And then the narrator will be like, but all of that will have to wait. Because over in the Tower of Curiosities, Angel is trying to find room for her taxidermy. <laughs> this is a real aside, but we were watching What We Do in the Shadows last night, uh -huh. and in one of the first episodes, they're talking about their, like, old Victorian house, that, mm -hmm. and they're all vampires, and they all, like, are fucking weird and she, there's one person and she's in this hall of just taxidermy on both sides and she goes i decorated it myself and i was like oh. <laughs> big tower of curiosities first came to the chateau <laughs> it was so really real funny. i love that so should we establish, like, Dick and Angela Angel? Yes. <laughs> so, I have to say, I've said this to you already, but I just love them so much. Their marriage should not make any sense, and they are just, like, so good together. I'm so happy for them. They're very happy. I just think they've, like, achieved everything they've ever wanted in life. Like, they are just the happiest human beings on earth and I just think that it's so beautiful I'm like nervous for them for their life of raising Arthur 
I, I'm just nervous. That's what I will yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hard to judge a boy by his six-year-old self, but yikes. <laughs> yikes. Um, yeah. I, so, <laughs> Dick Strawbridge, we have met on this podcast cast once before. Yes. Because he did the, like, tiny house something show that we watched. Is that the one he was on? I think so. I couldn't remember. I think, it. yeah. He's so like I think I a, have his IMDb open in a tab somewhere. He's a person <gasps> who people know, I think. Can I? What? I I just went to his Wikipedia. Can I read you the list of TV shows he's been on? There's a hundred of them, yes. Well, this is what's in his Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Scrap Heap Challenge. That was his first show. <laughs> okay. Uh, which, uh... There is no synopsis of. Mm-hmm. It's Not Easy Being Green was his second show. Mm-hmm. His third was called Coast. Okay. And it examined the workings of the Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge. That sounds right. Yep. <laughs> um, Hungry Sailors in Saturday Farm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Escape to the Chateau. Mm-hmm. Dirty Rotten Survival, which was filmed in the U.S. Oh. Um, he did a 25-mile hike through the Berkshire Mountains. That's near me! I know, you guys could have been friends! Oh my god, Dick Strawbridge! Um, he was on a game show called Junkyard Mega Wars. Tracks. He was on a show, another reality show, called The Big Idea, where he tested out amateur inventions. Mm-hmm. Also tracks. <laughs> he was on. He was on exactly one episode of Ready Steady Cook, where he made Spotted Dick, which feels right. Yep. Yep. Um, he's also been on Planet Mechanics. I could keep going. Carpool. Like, like he's just get you a man who knows his brand. This one. <laughs> he was on Celebrity Master Chef. He knows exactly who he is, but he's so versatile. I can't call him a man who can just do one, because he's so no, versatile. Oh, he's got the range. He does. He's like an engineer, and his engineering, in terms of Escape to the Chateau, also means that he knows how to do, like, plumbing and electrical and gas line. And construction. And construction and repairing cars. And yeah. also farming. Yeah. And also, he's a catering chef. Yeah. And so. a, a wedding efficient. Oh, Don't yes. Forget. He does weddings also. <laughs> Just a man of many talents. But, like, so his deal is that he's old as fuck. And <laughs> yes. he's been in this, like, sustainability engineering chef scene for his whole career. <laughs> and then he married... Angel Angela, who is, like, 10 to 20 years younger mm-hmm. than him. I literally and just learned right now that her, like, public name is Angel Adore. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that it was Angel Adore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Dick Strawbridge <laughs> only calls her Angela. Which is incredible. So that's why I'm calling her Angel Angela. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so then they have these two children. So it's, like, just a, a dynamic that they bring to the table of, like, huh. <laughs> huh. Yeah, he's this big, like, crusty Irish man with this, like, big fuzzy mustache beard situation. Mm-hmm. And he's got this, like, big jolly laugh. And she is, like, this, like, vintage shopping chick with orange hair that she always has, like, orchid pins in and is always wearing, like, silk kimonos. And she goes by the name Angel Adore. (laughs) And she's married to Dick Strawbridge. Not ironically. No. No. (laughs) Which is so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Angel, I just really, like, what I wish for them both is, like, practical clothing. And I think that Dick Strawbridge, like, he does have that, but in the very, like, British sense of, like, I'm going to wear a sweater. He also only has, only. like, three sweaters, and they're all easily 40 years old. They have holes in them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Angel just wears, like, jumpsuits, but not comfortable-looking jumpsuits, and (laughs) shoes that never are practical. No. And, like, everything that she, like, her work clothes are, like, nicer than clothes that I wear, like, to something fancy. Yeah, she literally, like, you can tell when she's doing, like, work on the house. Yeah. Because she'll put on, like, a very, like well-pressed pair of coveralls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that are technically coveralls, yeah. but also look like they were bought for a very specific Rosie the Riveter costume for, like, yes. a ticketed party. Yes. And they probably were. <laughs> probably. <laughs> she has, like, one pair of pants. Like, yep. <laughs> and she's just, like... I mean, she seems perfectly happy, but, like, get some sweats. <laughs> no, I know. She, I mean, she's only shown up on screen without makeup on, like, a handful of times. Like, even when she's doing scrubby work, she still, like, goes through the work of, like, putting her hair up in a silk scarf and putting on mm-hmm. red lipstick and mm-hmm. <laughs> doing the whole damn thing. Oh, yeah. And good on her. They're getting the thing done. They are, but it's always when she's like, oh, I'm so stressed and tired and there's so much going on. I'm like, well, if you didn't do your hair for like an hour, maybe you'd have more time in your life. I don't know. I have a million questions about, first of all, how she was able to keep finding the hair dye that she's using, unless she's just buying it from the UK. But buying like, it's a little different across Europe, I guess, because things are more standard. But like trying to find the same products you're used to using internationally Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. not easy no it's a whole different world out there yes but also like was she dyeing her hair at like 2 a.m and then using the time that it was setting to like strip plaster i don't know like probably i've also had this thought (laughs) there's no other way she has time i was noticing in one of the shots that i was watching tonight that she had painted nails and i was like yeah like who what where are you finding this time? How? How are you doing this? I don't know. Although I did see one time when she was putting her children to bed and it was like literally three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's like, maybe that's how. <laughs> maybe that's how. <laughs> oh my God. But I think this show brings like a really nice balance of like 
I've probably, I think I've said this before, but like, it's like you watch a grand design that just goes on and on and on and on. And you add in these people who have like a very clear sense of their style, but it's not your style more likely than not. So there's a lot for you to be like, that's a choice they made, huh? And there's like that little bit of judgment, but also it's pure and nice and not too stressful. And it it's hard for me, like, I judge it along the way, but it's hard for me to maintain too much of the judgment, because then they get to the end of it, and it's like, well, yeah, that is, it's not, I wouldn't do that, but, like, good job. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> when she loses me is when she gets into the circus theme stuff. I can even yeah. live with some of the taxidermy, just because they yeah. live in an old-ass house. Yeah. But it's the circus stuff when she jumps the shark. Yeah. I can I can totally understand it too as part of the like venue theme. Yeah. And then it's like, here's our personal quarters, and it's like there's no comfortable chairs to sit on. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. I'm sensing uh-huh. a theme. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think it it's like if you're like us and you spend a lot of time looking at the Zillow links that go around on Twitter, like this show's probably for you. Oh, hardcore. The thing yeah. I'm still not over is the fabric walls of the servant staircase. <laughs> I that's the one thing. And she pulled it off and I'm still not there. Kirstie was asking me about Angel Angela earlier this weekend or this week, I don't know what time it is. And I basically summed her up as, like, being someone who chooses the most impractical yes. solution, like, in any situation. And this yes. is this is that. She chose, she had, like, this round, right? Was it round or was it just really tight quartered? I don't know. It was a staircase. The The room itself isn't round, but the staircase is curved. That's what I'm But it's, of. like, a lot of long walls because the, the staircase covers, like, three of the stories, I think, because it's, like, mm-hmm. the servant staircase. Yeah. So I think the issue is that the walls were just kind of, like, infinite. So, like, most people would, like, slap a coat of paint on there <laughs> and call it a day. Not in the chateau. No. She had to, like, find scraps of wall of fabric... And then, did she make, was this when she ordered the fabric? Yeah, so she, what she had done in a different room in the first season was she took scraps of antique wallpaper and created, like, a (laughs) motif with it. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I think that was the round room you're thinking of. I think she did that in one of the turrets, maybe. Yes. And then she took pictures of that motif and sent it to a company that prints onto fabric. And she yep. had 30 meters of fabric printed yep. with the same motif that she had in this turret room of the yep. antique wallpaper. And then she hung these strips of fabric. And then she didn't have enough of it. So then she took what was left over of the scraps of the original wallpaper and glued it onto wood. And then cut the wood into the shape of whatever the scrap of the, <laughs> of the wallpaper was. Yep. And then hung those, like, puzzle pieces all the way up the rest of the wall. Oh my god. And it's like, it, she's not even just hanging fabric. She's tacking it in along, like, the seams of the wallpaper yep. that, like, she used in the design. It's just, like... And she had to, like, so hang much. foam on all yep. of that wall. And then, like... 
you know, you have to, like, hang all the framing bits to hide the Mm -hmm. selvage edges of the fabric. And then, yeah, she had it, like, whatever upholstery words are where you, like, tack it in to make the diamond shape. It's like how you do it on a headboard. Yes. Whatever that word is. (laughs) We don't do upholstery. (laughs) We have a lot of hobbies between the two of us, but upholstery is not one of them. No. No. Like, she's very... She seems to pull off, like, most of what yes. she attempts, but why are you Why are you attempting it? <laughs> well, like, I have that question about the multiple butterfly rooms, which the show has never addressed. <laughs> no, it's never addressed the butterfly. The show has never addressed all the butterflies. They've done a lot of talking heads of her dealing with the pinned butterflies, but they've yep. never actually, like, been like, okay, now we're going to talk about the fact that she turned a three-story entryway into a butterfly museum. Also, like, where are you getting these butterflies? Where is she getting the butterflies from? Do you just, like, buy butterflies? Are they I mean, Presumably. Fake? No, th- I mean, those are, like, it's like the butterflies they have in museums. Well, yeah, but, like, I just, I don't know what she's doing. She's very <laughs> do-it-yourself. Is she, like, trapping butterflies and, like, gassing no, them out? No, I don't I think don't she's, know. no, I don't think she's doing that. I don't think she's drying her own butterflies. <laughs> you, you say that. True. <laughs> we don't know. True. We can't know. The last episode I watched, um, she had pressed a bunch of wildflowers and was gluing the flowers to the wall. Yep. Turn a couple <laughs> more pages in that book, there's some butterflies in there. And she's... <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing shit like this and complaining about the deadlines. She's like, I yeah. only have two weeks until my next event and there's so much to do. It's like, well, then don't hand glue each <laughs> fucking wildflower onto the wall. What's happening? I love that when she decided they were like, they put in a glamping tent yes. or something yes. and they also had like a big wedding deadline that was the yes. same week and yes. she's like i've decided to make my own macrame hanger <laughs> and it wasn't piece. even just like macrame it was like they found this old like 10 foot scythe yeah so she had macrame on the whole damn thing <laughs> and she's like standing in her art room doing the macrame and talking to the camera and being like there's so much to do <laughs> this is the kind of knot and it's from the French <laughs> she also just has so much shit I don't think I've ever seen anyone with so much shit that's why they home. had to buy a fucking chateau instead of just like a place in London or whatever the fuck they were looking at before because she had thousands of boxes of vintage teacups I know she had <laughs> She's, like, obsessed with, like, old magazines. And there was one where she goes into, like, a used home goods store, like, trying to buy some stuff. And she goes, picks up, like, a stack of magazines. She goes, oh, I don't think I've seen these ones before. And she buys them. I'm like, well, sure. There's been thousands and thousands of magazines you probably haven't seen before. There's any number of magazines you've never seen before. (laughs) Do you need to own it? Oh my god. She's so funny. She's just out of control. I love, there's a snippet from one of the episodes that they use in the intro, but she's like, I think in the attic or something, it's early in in their time in the chateau, and she's like, 
prowling around through all of the leftover bits and talking about the history of it. And she says it's so important to bring it back to life. And it's like, but to who? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not arguing. I love historic preservation, but like, it's so important. It was just like the zeal with which she said it, you know? Mm -hmm. The way she says it, you're thinking like, okay, you're going to do a accurate restoration of the time period and she's like no 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 i um right before we came down another episode started to autoplay and it's the episode where um she's trying to re-restore the staircase so she's trying to buy like a burgundy carpet to put Mm. on it and she's talking about like yep I don't know, putting flowers on the staircase? I don't know what that was about, because I had to stop it's to come to down It's to decorate, like, for weddings. Don't worry. Oh, I thought she wanted to get, like, metal flowers and, like, put them on the stairs. No, don't worry. Okay. All right. Because there is a historic drawing of the chateau where there is some kind of, like, flower. I don't think it's a floor to leave, but there is, like, some kind of flower emblem on one of the stairs. Mm. So I thought she was trying to do that. But anyway, I was like, is right now the time for historic accuracy when you put an elevator in a turret? (laughs) Can we address the elevator? I loved the elevator saga. That was like, I was rooting for Dick the whole time. Just a fucking, like, that's where the show gets very brojects to me is like, (laughs) They're standing there, and they're like, what are we going to do today? And she's like, you know, we should get an elevator. Ha ha ha. And Dick is like, well, I've looked at these, like, space space engineered elevators, and they're, you know. And he's, like, out there already cutting up the floor, and we're like, I guess we're getting an elevator. I don't know. I thought this was kind of a fun joke. My favorite thing about the elevator saga is that they kept harping on how the measurements had to be perfect, otherwise they couldn't install the elevator, which, like, they would have just, like, cut a bigger hole in the floor, you know? Like, they could have still installed the elevator. But then he, it turns out he cut the floor correctly, and everybody was very proud of him, and they could install the elevator, and the narrator says something congratulatory about how Dick's measurements were whatever, whatever, and I was like, it is impressive, don't get me wrong. But Dick is an engineer. <laughs> like, good job doing your job. I would hope he would be pretty decent at measuring mm-hmm. as an engineer. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't a hard job, because, like, it's not like the turret is level. Right. But. Yeah. 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 I know. <sighs> So now they have an elevator. <laughs> so now they have an elevator. My favorite thing is that it's the tiniest fucking elevator I they know. could, like, possibly find on the market. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, like, squeeze it. Like, one person gets in there and it looks like those little ATM things. Yep. Yep. Um, and then in the episode where they successfully installed the elevator, there's a moment where Angel and her mom and the youngest kid get in the elevator together. And yep. I'm like, why are you putting three people in I know, I was like, are we sure this is wise? <laughs> Don't do that. But also, they put the elevator in there because they were like, you know, it, we need to, like, increase mobility about the chateau so that guests can, like, actually come here. But, like, you're not putting a wheelchair. No. In that little little tube. Well, also, like, a lot of people install elevators so they can move 
furniture up and down <laughs> and like clearly <laughs> that's not happening because there's like 17 episodes no. but they can't get furniture up the stairs like <laughs> like there's 84 steps to the potagerie room <laughs> how will they get the 90,000 pound cast iron tub up the stairs right god it's amazing it's amazing i know it's so good it's interesting as oh my gosh sorry i uh out of the corner of my eye i just saw section four of a wikipedia page that says controversy and 4.1 is alleged plagiarism of his book hold on um (laughs) breaking (laughs) breaking here reads wikipedia Doing it ourselves, allegations of serious plagiarism were made regarding Angel Strawbridge's collection of wallpapers, including the Patagerie theme, that was showcased during one of the Escape to the Chateau's episodes. The quick mention of a local artist having collaborated towards the design appears to be an attempt at disguising some person's integral input toward the creation of the drawings. Questions have been raised with regards to the rightful ownership of the copyright at issue. This dispute might have been cause for the exclusion of some other chateau's appearance on Escape to the Chateau. Do they own another chateau? Let's see what the chateau is. Why would there be a second chateau involved? Can I just say that oh, this is a different chateau. Why would the chateau not be able to be on Escape to the Chateau just because of plagiarism? Is there like an underworld of chateau drama? Because if there is, I want in. I do too. Who do I have to call to get like the the local gossip on <laughs> chateau next door chateau? Um, what was the rest of this? Um. The Petherick's reaction was to create a YouTube channel, Doing It Ourselves, which was acclaimed by more than 220,000 subscribers and 10 million views by January of 2021. So this is a recent scandal. Oh. This is a brand new scandal. Anyway. Anyway. Apparently, according to this very small Wikipedia entry, Angel stole some guy's wallpaper, and now the chateaus are warring. (laughs) Um, well, don't worry, they have a moat to protect them. <laughs> um, what I was about to say before I got so distracted was um, that I think, like, 90% of the show is just about trying to work in the words chateau as frequently <laughs> as possible. <laughs> yes. Like, Angel and Dick are are guilty of it, too. We're like... Um, like, one of the things they said this episode was, like, this is the first homegrown watermelon eaten at the Chateau. Oh, God, and it's like, I you know. just wanted to say Chateau today. Yeah. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Uh, I I want to know, I have to close this, because I want to, how do you even Google for, like, <laughs> Chateau gossip? <laughs> Chateau gossip. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, do you want to know what the fees are at yeah, the chateau? This is when we started recording. You thought I was going to tell you a man's height. Oh. Um, this is I what I was actually... I did something about fees. Or about how much they make per wedding. So, um, fun and festivities at the chateau is 230 pounds. 
a day. Yeah. Um, spring working garden day at the chateau. <gasps> oh boy. Which occurred on my birthday last year. Oh. Kelsey, we could have been doing that for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's 75 pounds. Okay. To go hang out with Dick Strawbridge in his garden for the day. <laughs> wow. A small price to pay. Um, and yeah, I saw somewhere that a wedding starts at like 5,000 pounds. I Which, read they were raking in like twelve to eighteen per wedding. That makes way more sense because they're like three day events. Yeah, and you get accommodation, and it's like a giant, gorgeous, all inclusive venue. And they do like open bar and all the food and stuff too. Right. Hmm. Um. Also, there is a specific search term on Pinterest. For the chateau. And it does bring up pictures of the family and all of their rooms and also weddings that have been held there. And it's fun. Wow. Yeah. They seem like awkward weddings. I think it's an error of filming. Like, I've thought a lot about the proposal that they filmed. Oh, that was so rough. That was fucking painful. And I think what happened there is they probably made them refilm it. Yeah. A couple times. Yeah. Um, I think the documentary crew is just not as good at doing the live stuff. Well, I also just, like, I question why they make everyone sit in the driveway. <laughs> like, I get that they, they want the visual to be, like, the couple getting married on the stairs of the chateau. Uh-huh. But, like, surely they could make a ceremony area on the lawn and then do photos at front of the chateau? I don't think they have a lawn. They have that on orangery. Like, over that area. Yeah, but there's not really, like, a view from there. I just think it's weird that they all stand in the dirt <laughs> of the driveway <laughs> all I think day that's why Angel was so pissed sun. about the lime trees. I know, I know. <laughs> I just think it's a weird visual because the house is, like, low-key crumbling also. <laughs> yes, there is that. Uh, I was going to say something and then it, it disappeared. Uh-huh. You know what I'm mad that they never went back to? this? Oh, and I remember what I was going to say, but I'm going to say this first. I'm mad that they never went back to address the bats. In the roof? In the room. It was in a turret room. Oh. But this is one of those moments of narration where the narrator was like, something, something, they found bats, and bats are endangered, and the EU protects bats, and so they have to get rid of the bats, and we don't know how they're going to do it, so we're just going to not talk about it right now. And then they just never go back to the bats. Dick Strawbridge didn't want them to find out what they did to the bats. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. He's like, we're going to have bat stew. <laughs> he would. He would. He absolutely would. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about the fact that Dick Strawbridge is like the head chef? I mean, you should see this kitchen reno that they're doing on the I'm episode I'm so I excited to get there. It, the kitchen reno is funny because I was having the thought that I wondered how long it would be before they started re-renovating stuff they had already done. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing 
bits and pieces about the kitchen reno, and then you sent me the thing. It's a second kitchen, so it's not a reno, technically. Wow. But they're putting in a, like, professional catering kitchen and then a family kitchen. Is that going in the main part of the chateau, or are they putting that in one of the outbuildings? It's in the basement with the other, I think, with the other kitchen. Oh, okay. They're, like, close by. Because the the thing I haven't understood is that they talk constantly about how the orangery is too far away from the chateau. So they needed the Van de Van. Yeah. Which is great, by the yeah. way. We haven't talked about it yet. Oh, love um, it. Best purchase. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty partial to the golf cart he just put together. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's what I'm the most excited about. Ooh, and I have another thought about the Van de Van. But anyway, um, I was like, they have multiple buildings. Why don't they just put a kitchen fucking closer to... I know. I think I would assume it's a, like, piping and wiring issue. I'm sure there's a reason. There's always a reason. There's always a reason. I've never had to restore a chateau, so... Mm. What do I know? What do we know? (laughs) So the funniest thing to me about the Van de Vin is there's a moment where the guy delivers it, and it falls off of the (laughs) the tow truck and smashes into the barn. Yep. I don't understand why he was parked like that. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Something, something, the French. I don't think that guy was even French. Yeah, who the fuck knows? They bought it on, like, eBay. I don't know. Facebook Marketplace, a fucking (laughs) van that doesn't run. I have so many questions. They're lucky they got it there at all. I know. But, like, the dude, like, backed the tow truck up to the barn and then literally was like, oh, don't worry, it's the tow truck is all electric. And then <laughs> <laughs> the tow truck dropped the bus. Yeah. And it smashed into the barn and everyone was surprised. But also they were like, whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Um, What haven't we got? gotten to yet we haven't gotten to her parents we haven't gotten Ugh. to the fact that dick strawbridge has multiple children aside from the two in this film film in this show i so i think we're talking about family dynamics here <laughs> okay okay so angel angela her parents move with them to france inexplicably presumably to be child care but also Really a big ask when you don't have electrical or heat in your home. Correct. That you're but then they reveal in, like, season three that they've actually been, like, renting a flat, not at yeah. the chateau. So they were like, well, we only have 80 rooms. You can't stay here. So you have to rent. <laughs> so it takes them, like, years to come around to make them, like, a guest house. That's, like, t- ultimately not that nice. Um... <laughs> And anyway, so they're there. They're always, like, lurking. And they're also, like, the same age as Dick Strawbridge. (laughs) (laughs) Which is always awkward because Dick Strawbridge is, like, he knows everything. And he's always, like, gonna help the feeble old people with their projects. (laughs) Like, you're, like, two years younger than them. What are you doing? Um, 
Yeah, and then we found out that Dick Strawbridge, unsurprisingly, has, like, first-generation children and then second-generation yes. children. So he has yes. children who are, like, 37 and 35. Yep. yep. And then he has his three- and seven-year-old. Um. So I have two facts about Dick Strawbridge that surprised me. Just two. Um, just two. <laughs> okay. Um, Dick Strawbridge is, like, 61, 62. Uh-huh. Which is so much younger than I thought. Uh-huh. I would have put him at, like, 67, 68. Yeah, my mother was also appalled. Because she called him old, like, seven times and was like, he's my age! <laughs> <laughs> um, he, but he's, he has such a youthful energy that I don't know why he comes off as old. Maybe it's just because he has, like, a crusty aura also. Yeah, I think his aura is part of the other thing is that if if Google is to be believed, he's 5'11". Mm-hmm. I did find this, this out. <laughs> this is the year of men who are 5'11". He's not hot. Just no, to be, to be clear. clear. To be clear. Not hot. This, this is not about, I can't tell if he's hot or not, so I have to know if he's tall, so I know if he's hot. This is just like, I'm trying to read this man's energy, and his height will explain it to me. <laughs> average. Five Eleven does explain it to me for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Although I would not have been surprised if he had come out a six one. Mm. He has a little tall man energy. I guess. I think he's just like a commanding presence. <laughs> <laughs> Kirstie's gonna be wooed by Dick Strawbridge next. I think Dick Strawbridge could probably like woo anybody. No, I find that I feel so like he irritating. Could. He's just like he's I feel so like breeding. he's just like a. I think he's charming in his own special, like crusty old Irish man way. No, <laughs> no, I think he <laughs> thinks he's the smartest person in the room, no matter That's what, correct. and he always wants to be the teacher. That's and I correct. can't, I can't with that. Yes, I think that is all accurate. They so they do get like little helper chefs later, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's multiple scenes where he's like giving them marching orders and like telling them how to be chefs. Yeah, and there is one shot where I caught one of them rolling his eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's correct. Well, he's like, what are your credentials? Maybe you what have are, some. But what like, are his credentials? Though? What are they? What are they? Anything I can find about him is that he was an engineer and a TV show host. So it's are all you just a guy vague. who likes to cook? But he, like, also makes wine and, cock like, cordials and, like, all sorts of... I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think he's... I feel like, like, the... the Dick and Angel are such different people in so many ways. But I think the thing that, like, is true about both of them is that they seem like they just have, like, an insatiable need to, like, do and know and make things. Yes. Like, he is, like, constantly tinkering and building and cooking, and she is, like, printing custom tile and sewing mm -hmm. custom linens as party favors for the guests of the venue. <laughs> <laughs> and... I think, like, they just both have this, like, constant frenetic energy. Like, I think they just both have to constantly be, like, 
moving and doing. Yes. I just watched one where they had a Christmas party for their staff. And Oh, do they, they finally admit that they have staff? Because I've been desperate for them to admit this for a while. Yeah, they're, like, event staff, not... They okay. don't have, like, home staff. They do, um, though. Like, I've seen them in yeah. shots, and the yes, show is just pretending they do, they aren't yes. there. But they're yes. there because I saw them on camera. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is a personal beef of mine. <laughs> so they spend, like, they stay up all night packing these party favors for their staff or their Christmas gifts, whatever they are. And yeah. she decides they need... They all need picnic baskets, so they're different, of course. They're not just one set of, like, here's your standard picnic basket. They're all right. different sizes and shapes. Did they get they, them all from their favorite charity shop? They didn't say, but I assume. My they all had drinking dish game sets. of this show would just be like, we got it at our favorite charity, charity shop. shop. I know. Yep. Sorry. Um, yeah, so they all had dish sets. Then they all had, like, custom gifts. And then they had... Dick's marmalade from wherever the fuck, like, preserves. Like, they were just was so... Was it the quince jelly? I don't know what it was. It was, like, so over the top. I was like, oh my god. You could just give them a gift card and they'd be happy. <laughs> Remember that time he smoked a cheese and was like... <laughs> and kept saying he made cheese? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was good. I'm also, I know I've said this to you already, but I'm still not over him making a roaster out of an oil drum Mm -mm. and Mm -mm. doing so by just burning the oil residue and then being like, this is now safe for food preparation. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's not even just like an open flame grill that you need for like two minutes. It's like, let's put a pig in there for yes. hours <laughs> for hours and like slow roast that bitch like mm-hmm. and you know what roasted meat is already full of carcinogens so you don't need to help it no <laughs> no <laughs> you don't need that good good oil residue and it's not even like to compound it it's not even like this was just like his roaster he's serving it oh yeah to guests to like customers to people paying them thousands of dollars to be there yeah. Welcome to my chateau. Come have my he special saved French so cancer. He so much money, Kirsty. He saved <laughs> so much money. In the episode I was watching tonight, they were making the potagerie suite. And um, she's talking to Dick about putting a bathroom in there. And she's talking about how she had, like, part of the sink, but not all of the sink. And she still needed to find a toilet. And she was like, so I'm going to go to our charity shop. And it's like, you don't have to go to the charity shop every right. time you need a toilet, do you? <laughs> She might find some magazines she hasn't seen before. <laughs> like, what is happening? I get it when you need, like, industrial shelves for your treasury, but, like, we're talking about a toilet. <laughs> they are very averse to, like, new things unless they're, like, special things that yes. they really want. Unless it's, like, a floating pontoon for yeah. the moment. yeah. That we can spend money on. Let's ship that in from some other mm-hmm. part of the country, but God forbid we buy a new toilet. Right. Well, she was like, 
on the same Christmas episode, I think, she was talking about how, like, oh, we're, we're really saving to get a new roof. I'm like, you've been there for five years and you've needed a roof for five years. Are you just starting to save for your new roof? <laughs> no. <laughs> the funniest thing to me about the roofing episode is he's like, oh, it'll cost 150,000 pounds to get a new roof. Mm-hmm. And this roof will last for 10 to 12 years. And Dick is like, great. And I was like, okay, but it's not going to cost $150,000 in 10 to 12 years. It's going to no. cost more than that yeah. in 10 to 12 years. Yep. And they were getting all emotional recently about how they're doing this for their for their children. I'm like, your children are not going to want to inherit this mess. That's why chateaus were not a good investment. I know. Why do you think all of the chateaus are derelict? Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's why I said to you, okay, now we get there. This is why I asked you which Strawbridge child you think mm. is going to, like, break through with the book deal first. Because It'll be Dorothy, because Arthur's not capable of that kind that's of... That's exactly what I thought, too. Dorothy will absolutely be the one writing the autobiography about growing up in a restored chateau. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> With her, like, elderly father. It'll yep. be great. And Someone's fine. gonna have to keep the business going. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really like that they've, like, decided to make their children's names French when they speak French. This is, like, a new thing that started... Like, they go... Dick goes out in public and he's like, this is Artur and Dorothea. What? And I'm like, we have names. What? <laughs> yeah. He, like, puts on a French accent on their names for no it's reason. It's like when you were in French class in school yeah. and they made you pick, like, your French name. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> He's just out there being like, I'm Dick. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh. Uh, that's hilarious. My favorite bit that they do is when they're like, Dick and Angel can't speak French, but need to negotiate this important thing. There's a lot of, like, gesturing. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> god. <sighs> Should we talk about so, the moat real quick before we wrap? I feel like the moat yeah, needs a moment. Yeah, we're going to talk about the dirty fucking moat. Let's talk about the dirty-ass moat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gross. I don't know if it happens in the seasons I haven't gotten to yet. Which, by the way, there's, like, way more of the show than I thought there was. I know. Um, it just keeps getting longer and longer. But uh, at no point has anyone mentioned, like, moat remediation. Nope. Except for that time that Dick gets a fish specialist and is like, tell me how I can get profitable carp out of my moat. <laughs> I know, who's going to go fishing on a moat? Like, that's not, a, that's not real. It's literally like a foot deep. Like, no one's going to get in a boat and be like, this is recreational. Yeah. My introduction, our introduction, everyone's introduction to the moat is when <laughs> they get there. And immediately Dick is like, I have to figure out how the toilet works. And they learn that the toilet plumbing just like dumps out Uh into the moat and has been doing so since they had that plumbing in the house. Yeah. So like, ugh. Yeah. Yikes. Ew. And it looks like very murky and they do all these really nice glamour shots of the house and the moat never looks appealing. No, they've never made the moat look good ever. 
No. You know like, what I would like to know? Get some chlorine in that moat or something. <laughs> There's, like, there are things you can do to make, like, natural bodies of water, like, not so gross. You mm-hmm. know, like, people swim in reservoirs. Like, you can make it not horrifying. It's so gross. Um, the thing I would like to understand about the original builders of the chateau is why did they back it up within, like, two feet of the banks of the moat? Yeah, it doesn't seem very safe. They had had quite a bit of distance before the moat. They could have put at least, like, five feet between the house and the moat. I know. (laughs) It's, like, quite a choice. Quite a choice. I feel like, in many respects, we have said very little about the show. Just <laughs> talk shit about the chateau, but that's, I think. But that's the fun of the show. I think all in all, you, your takeaway from this should be that you immediately need to dive deep. You you yourself need to escape to the chateau. Yes, yes. It's less of a show title and more of a directive. We could all use an escape to the chateau. (laughs) Yes. um, That's all, I guess. I mean, there's always more. (laughs) But, I mean, we've been been talking about the chateau for an hour. Yeah, we'll we'll spare y'all. If you would like to talk to us about the chateau, though, we are... Very interested in hearing about that. We did learn that they make puzzles. Yes. They make we don't Chateau know what other merch puzzles. they have, but we'll find out somehow. Oh, they stopped filming during COVID. They don't have a plan for returning to filming yet. There were some, like, allusions to them having money trouble on Dick Strawbridge's Twitter. Oh, yeah. They're, like, looking for people to hire them for their unique expertise. <laughs> yikes yeah um yikes yeah so if you would like to donate to the chateau i don't know where you do that but you can talk to us about that um (laughs) on twitter at hate watch with us or you can email us at hate watch with us at gmail.com you can click the contact button on hate watch with us.com or you can tell us the height of, um, we already know Dick Strawbridge's height, but so the height of someone who should own a chateau in our <laughs> reviews. So the internet has apparently been, like, very excited over Dick Strawbridge's oldest son, who's, like, 37, and looks literally like Dick Strawbridge, exactly. Um, it's very alarming. And I was disappointed to learn that his height is not available on the internet. <laughs> But there is a lot of big talk on the internet about him being very hot, and I just... I heard he's in one of the newer episodes that I haven't gotten he, to yet. That has been alluded to in the articles that I saw. So. So. Yikes. I'm trying to get... There was an article I'm trying to get back to. Is it my turn? It is your turn to talk about Thought Bubble Audio. I don't know Where... if they've watched Escape to the Chateau, but maybe they should. We are members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and if you would like to convince them 
to watch Escape to the Chateau, you can find them over at ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. You can send them an email at ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com with your favorite named room of the chateau. Mm. Um, and you can also find them on Patreon. Um, yeah. And that potentially someday may help us fund our own chateau. <laughs> If you would like to see a podcast, Chateau, then support Thought Bubble Audio on Patreon. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.